Hello everyone, this is Alex Trumbull from The Alex Trumbull Show, and thank you again so much for joining us as we wrap up this year's Public Service Recognition Week. And, and, and ultimately, we wanted to bring something different for this last day. We, we wanted to bring to you something that was kind of unique and maybe different than what you're seeing across the internet right now. So the last honoree of the 2021 Unsung Hero of Federal Service Awards is not necessarily a person, but instead an organization. See, when we were asking individuals to nominate themselves and their peers for this, this year's awards, we also asked them to identify an organization that they felt truly supported them during the 2020 crisis. And that organization that ran and rose to the top was few federally employed women. And after I spoke with Karen Rainey, the national president of this phenomenal organization, there was no doubt in my mind that you had selected and you had brought up and nominated the right organization because this organization, few is on fire. So I don't want to hold you too much longer because I know you're interested in hearing what Karen is going to share with us today. But I wanted to do two things before we proceeded because again, today is the last day and I, I want to make it special. So let's, let's first, again, once more, thank WEPA Group Life Insurance for the work they've done and for supporting this initiative and this show. Again, thank you so much, WEPA. And I encourage everyone, if you haven't already, check them out, WEPA.org, that's W-A-E-P, a.org. They're a phenomenal organization, truly focused on helping federal employees. And, and finally, I wanted to do something, again, a bit more special. See, what all of these individuals who won this year received is not only the recognition, right? That, that's important. Um, not only being interviewed for this show and having a blog written about them and their accomplishments, that is phenomenal. We want their stories out, but we also wanted to offer them something special, something they could take with them and help them move forward. So what we did was for every individual who won and being recognized this year, they're getting access to the 12 Pillars of Effective Mentoring Relationships online course that we offer at the Alex Trumbull Show. And let me tell you, this course is a phenomenal course. I'm not just saying that because I, I graded it. I'm saying this because of all the individuals who's gone through it and found it was truly helpful because the reality is that everyone talks about how mentoring is important, but they don't tell you how to actually have an effective mentoring relationship. They don't tell you how to make sure you're identifying the right mentor. They don't tell you what the things you can do wrong that can destroy a mentoring relationship. So what we wanted to do is we honored them by providing them with this resource, this personal development tool at no cost. And let me tell you, they are already logged in and they are loving it. And what I thought today might be specialists to provide all of you with the opportunity to also enroll in this course. And you know, this course is normally $79 and obviously you get it for a lifetime, but I wanted to do something special, right? And so what I'm asking all of you and what you can all do is if you go to alextremble.com and navigate to our products and services, you will you will find this course or you can go to the description of this podcast right now and you'll find the link. Click on that link, go to enroll in this course. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 50% off. 
50% off this course that I promise will provide you with the resources, the, the advice, the strategies you need to ensure that you understand how to have an effective mentoring relationship. This is important. This is not only if you want to have effective mentors, but if you're a mentor and you feel that you want to better pour into the lives of your mentees, this is also going to be critical because you can learn how they can be more effective mentees and teach them that as well. So let's give you 50% off until May 16th, a week from now. I'm always someone who pushes action, 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 take steps now, don't wait. So if you enroll in that course by April 16th, using the code MENTOR, you will get 50% off and you'll be able to engage in the same learning that these individuals who are being recognized today. Now, I, I hope you take advantage of it. It's a phenomenal resource. And the reality of it is, is if you have not taken anything from all these sessions that you've heard before now, all these interviews, is you have to be continually developing and growing yourself. So this is an investment in yourself and your future. Make sure you have the ability to reach your goals. So I know that you are now ready to jump into this final interview of the week. Again, as I'm always telling you, look, get some paper. Get a pen, get ready, because Karen is going to share some phenomenal advice with you, some inspirational stories with you. And ultimately, I am not going to be surprised if you're a member of few after listening to this interview. <laughs> so without any further ado, the national president of federal employed women, Karen Brainy. Hello, everyone. This is Alex Trumbull, and I am so glad to have uh, what I hope, again, to be a friend after this, this conversation. Um, I have Karen Rainey, who is the president of FEW. How are you doing today, madam? I am doing well. Uh, it's an excellent day. A lot of exciting things going on in the world, and we have been adapting. And so I'm so pleased about today. Well, I, again, you, you start this off very well in talking about adapting. See, you know, the, the whole reason that we created, uh, myself and our sponsor, uh, WEPA, created this, this award this year is because um, we know how difficult it has been for public sector employees all across this country, especially during a pandemic. 2020 was rough on so many people, yet organizations such as yourself stood up and found ways to keep supporting their members. And when you talked about adapting, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure we're gonna talk about this more in, in, a, in a few minutes, but um, few has definitely had to adapt, right? You, you've had to Absolutely. find ways to serve your employees or your, your, your members. And I'd like to start off with just talking about, um, actually, let me take a step back. Karen, who are you and what are you, what, who are you? Like, not just your name, not just your title. Who are you? What, what's the light that you bring to this world? You know, I am a public servant. I am a servant. I try to assist as many people in this world to find their purpose and their dreams along with that is my purpose and my dreams to elevate people to achieve more to conquer more, to dream bigger. And that's why it's so exciting to serve as the president of Federally Employed Women, because that we've been doing that for 53 years. We've been elevating and creating opportunities, not only for women, but for men too, because we say in our world, equality is not 
fair unless everyone has a seat in the table at the table. That means that men and women have the opportunity to improve. And you know, in the federal government, we discriminate against no one. So we, our purpose is to elevate and create opportunities for those who are underrepresented. However, we do that by creating opportunities for everyone, because I believe we're stronger together than we are apart. Well, I think that's a, a perfect opening to this conversation. Um, you know, we 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 marketed it. We promoted this 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 opportunity, this award for five days, literally one week. And in that five days, we had over 530 individuals visit the site to try to apply. Um, we were blown away by how, how the, the stories and people and the number of federal employees who, who wanted to talk about their stories or recommend and nominate someone else. And you know how we selected the organization who, who we're interviewing today, few, is because individuals, not individual nominated you. Um, they they mm-hmm. talked about FEW being one of those organizations that served them. So can I just ask you, um, what did FEW do during 2020 that you believe really served these, uh, your members and it made them want to identify you as the organization to, to work with? As you know, 2020 was a transformational year. You had to adapt and be strong. And that's what I challenged my whole entire organization to do, to adapt and be strong and represent um, our mission of um, advancing women to the, for the purpose of federal service in the government. Um, what we did that year is we took all of our on-site events. We have been doing training programs, mentoring, and all of that. We moved it all to a virtual environment within a few months. We elevated and challenged members to help our community to go out and find remote ways of helping COVID patients, as well as creating opportunities of networking remotely. And then we expanded that approach by reaching across overseas, using our agencies, using our contacts, using our uh, supporters to expand our reach. And it has absolutely been transformational for our organization. We revamped our platforms um, for our technology technology footprint to ensure that members had an opportunity to reach, communicate, network, have uh, social gatherings, as well as professional development um, gatherings all remotely. It was an exciting year when we're still moving ahead in this fashion. I know the world had to catch up with us, but it absolutely, um, we are moving to the next level. Our My vision is soaring to new heights, which is elevating, relying on the past, building onto that past and elevating us further. And the challenge I gave to all members and all chapters of federally employed women was to do exactly that any way you could connect with people remotely and elevate and live true to our mission. That's what we did last year. Well, we're doing this year. Well, you, you talk about um, uh, connecting remotely. You talk, you talk about mentorship, you talk about networking, you know, all these things you're, you're talking about, and then you're talking about doing it remotely. And I can tell you that that's one of the questions I receive probably most often is how do you do those? How do you do that remotely? Um, so, 
can, can I ask you to share? Can, can you share your, your, your secrets, trade secrets, and how you've been able to, to create this, these spaces to, for your members to, to continually to be mentored and network and so on and so forth? Yes, absolutely. It all started with the um, foundational layout of our network. Our network was local. We have 10 regions throughout the country. We have 90 chapters throughout the country. We utilized those networks and um, had collaborative efforts within certain regions to um, communicate and create opportunities. And then we used our partners and our um, friends to create specialized programs remotely on um, training dealing with finances, training dealing with stress and mental wellness, training trainings dealing with health and the uh, vaccine. And we did all of this um, in order to communicate and create the whole well being of a federal employee. We also gave advice on how to uh, deal with working telework you know, in environments like this. So we utilized our network um, through technology, Zoom, uh, WebEx, whatever we decided we needed to use. And we created uh, theme events and we, and we marketed it and it absolutely worked and created more of a visibility for a few. And we also um, focused on uh, uh, special events like Women's History Month. Uh, the 19th Amendment was a big one for us, the passage of the 19th Amendment and women's right to vote. And we elevated this passion. We, we absolutely elevated the passion for women having a voice at the seat of the table. And we did all of that remotely. And it absolutely worked. So, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question. And, and uh, you know, I understand professional development. Few makes sense. I understand the mentoring. I understand, you know, uh, women's history support and all those things. What I didn't realize that you guys were doing things on the mental health, on yes. the vaccine, on like so many different topics. And I guess it begs the question, um, what should an, an individual, let's say a federal employee, um, if they're looking for an organization to be a part of, what what things should a, a good organization be doing? Should it just be professional development or should it be as, as wide and broad as yours? Like, I, I'd love to just hear your thoughts on this. So I absolutely think that we take care of the total person. The well, the, the fact we work, we were an organization designed in collaboration to work with supporting the federal government initiatives. We were founded in order to ensure that there was no discrimination, sex discrimination in the federal government. But what is more important is our support of federal workers goes beyond. We have foundational pillars, which is um, compliance, legislative diversity and training. But in order for us to really assist federal employees, we found it, it vital that we started looking at um, things that would create a, a broader network with how do you deal with, um, we, we have requirements at work, but how do you deal with them mentally? And do you have resources amongst those, uh, amongst your daily life things? Because we go through life, we go through our federal career. 
and we have a job to perform. But there is a whole nother uh, aspect to us as human beings. And one of them is dealing with our mental stress. And what about a lot of the legislative legislation that was coming out was not in our favor um, previously. And we had to deal with all of those things that impact our day-to-day lives, families, as well as how we perform our job. Because at at times it feels as though... um, it's more than just a job, it's more of a movement of how do we deal with the stresses within our lives that we sometimes bring into our jobs and organizations like ours help with that because we we have those abilities to create those networks where we have listening or someone has been in and they you understand that they um, they have been through the same things. Not only that, but we don't represent one agency, we represent them all, which may, gives us another aspect to dealing with the employee and um, networking and seeing options and availability instead of being limited to your small network. We broaden that network in order for us to have the federal employee to have an opportunity to just cope with the day-to-day routines they have in their job. So, you know, we just talked about what maybe an organization should be doing to to provide or to support their their members. Um, You know, I'm very interested in the question, what should members be doing to support their organization and to to make the best use of their organization? I'm, I'm asked a lot from people who, are, who want to develop relationships and networks. They say, oh, should I join an association? I'll join this one, this one, this one. I'm like, well, but what are you doing there? Are you just joining it, put mm-hmm. your on a, on a paper or what are you, are you doing something? So what are your recommendations for how, how the how members should be utilizing or what they should be doing to make the, their, their, their experience um, the, the best they could? Um, so, we are a grassroots organization. That means that the grass, the, the members are the ones who actually help us form our direction in the activities that we take. For any person that is interested in joining an employee organization, there are hundreds out there, hundreds of thousands out there. But it's important that you have some sort of relationship with inside of that organization. It is important that you understand their purpose, why they're here, and you should come open to to be able to contribute to that organization. What makes organizations strong and valuable and worthwhile is the contributions that the member brings to that organization. If, If you, I would advise that if an organization you have no voice and no say in the direction of that organization, then maybe that would not be the organization for you. You should find an organization that you bring something to the table to strengthen not only yourself, but the core values of that organization to help them achieve the mission of the organization. It should speak to you in particular. If you want to join an employee organization, make sure that it's part of who you are and make sure that it is part of who you are and it speaks to um, what you want to represent. And then you could add value to that. 
organization. Few is always open. <laughs> hey, hey! If you're a few member and you 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 want to contribute, she she's she's opening the door. Make sure you're there. Um, Absolutely. And if you're not a few member, she's opening the door. So you make sure you're there. So just go on, go on and sign up and go on to help. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> I, I I love that what you're talking about because, um, you know, again, I, I I generally focus on you know being very strategic and intentional with with our time and, and our resources and. You know, if you're in an organization, especially one like Few, there's I feel like there's so many opportunities to not only help the organization, um, but to help yourself in the organization at the, same, at the same time. Because when you volunteer, you are gaining relationships, you're building skills. Like, mm-hmm. Remember, like when you're volunteering, is it's, it's I know it's not volunteering is about helping others. Yes, but. When you're doing something, you're learning something too. So you're, you're absolutely. <laughs> I could I can tell you that you, there are so many benefits that I gain from being a member of Few, and I inside of Few, I can say that you can dream big and whatever your goals. If you are undecided, like a lot of government employees come in and they're not sure what direction or how to achieve what they're looking for. You can you have help inside of this organization for sure. This organization is phenomenal women. We were founded by a phenomenal woman that is absolutely a Hall of Famer. And with that being said, she um, the organization is hundreds of women out there that have achieved greatness all the way up to not only in their career senior executive level, but beyond that. Their, their lives are just, they contribute so much to volunteering to help so many others. If you are a person who want to find out more about direction of learning who you are, which so many of us are trying to achieve more, this is the perfect organization for that. And, um, and again, I want to state a lot of people think because of the name Federally Employed Women that we do not accept men. We absolutely welcome men into our organization as well. And I, again, I'm one of those people who's learning this for relatively the first time. So everyone who's listening, again, I, I honestly uh, just, just invited to join FAPAC. Uh, so. Oh, <laughs> That's our ISEP partner. Absolutely. Yes. I thought I need to be an Asian guy uh, <laughs> to, to join that group. And they were like, yeah. nope. Well, more than welcome. And now, you know, uh-huh. it has me joining Sage. And the <laughs> oh, okay. You know, well, phew, you have an invitation to join Fairly Employed Women as well. I'm about to be everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but you know, one of the honestly, one of the reasons why I, I started the Alex Trimble Show um, was to provide an opportunity for for everyone to be mentored by leaders who who, who have shown who don't, they don't talk just talk success. They've shown it. They they have become successful. So I, I'd love to just maybe turn our conversation a little more towards you just for a second and maybe see what advice you have for everyone who's 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 listening today. And the first thing I'll, I'll start off with saying is you are the president. You are, you, you are, I almost said POTUS, but like, like po, 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 flu, po, 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 fe, 
we'll, we'll figure that one out. Um, but the, the question I have is, is how, how did you become the president and what made you um, different than the others? And again, not, not better, I'm not saying anyone's mm-hmm. bad, but what made you different that you were selected for this position? Um, I think one of the skill sets that um, made me decide to run for president, and I think that my fellow members saw in me, was vision. And a vision, I I had something to contribute to the organization. Um, I really do believe that in order to be effective, you need to understand what you, who you are, what you can provide, and how it can help. And I think with uh, me, I, lots of people saw vision in as far as skill set. I, I think they seen that in me as well as um, my ability to understand where we were and where we're going. I had a direction. And then I believe that um, most of the members bought into my direction, liked where we were going and wanted to be a part. And that's what made us be, um, allowed us to be transformational in 2020. You know, what transformed our organization so much is that um, I not only have the skill set of um, project management, IT, all of those things, but I can convey a message. I, t- I tell everyone what I learned most is uh, the delivery of you not only being able to speak technique, technical, but also being able to speak um, business. And those two combined creates a total picture. And knowing who your audience is and sharing all of those, th- those different aspects of uh, a great leader with um, our members, I think it encourages them that they are great leaders as well. And I think that um, all of the members and the leaders of this organization that's what I challenged them to do, to go the next level. Don't just stay where you are because complacency has no place in this organization. You must always be striving and reaching higher, trying to go to that next level. Thus, my vision statement of soaring to new heights, because I want people to soar. In order to soar, you must climb. So what you're doing is climbing. Once you get to that level when, and you're there, you can soar. And soaring is a lot easier than climbing. You're going to have to go through that struggle to soar, to to climb, to get to soar. So that's what we've been doing. And I think people bought into that uh, vision, which I am so happy that is so many phenomenal women and men in this organization. I have a board of 38 who absolutely are soaring. They do tremendous work. And uh, I'm so honored to be a part of Federally Employed Women as the president because of vision. It started with the purpose of what we wanted to do. Thank you for tuning in to The Alex Tremble Show. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Federal open season is over, but you can apply for WEPA life insurance year-round. WEPA has been insuring the future of federal employees for more than 75 years. WEPA can be used as a supplement or a replacement for Fegley and can cost less. Last year, members who switched saved $375 on average. Apply for WEPA Group Term Life Insurance and see how much you could save by visiting waepa.org today. 
The results are in. Research has found that networking is one of the four skills absolutely required to successfully advance in your career. However, when asked, most government employees state that they don't network because they believe that networking is for extroverts and for people who care more about their own careers than the organization's mission. But what if there was a way to ethically network without looking self-absorbed and being a super extrovert? Well, there is. Alex Tremble has created a seven-week online networking course specifically designed to give ambitious leaders like yourself the skills needed to become a strategic networker. This course uses time-tested and research-backed strategies to help you identify, build, and maintain critical relationships with influential leaders. Visit alextremble.com slash courses slash networking to learn more about his networking model today. Use the discount code PODCASTFAMILY on the checkout screen to receive a 20% discount. Don't delay. Enroll today at alextremble.com slash courses slash networking. And now back to The Alex Tremble Show with your host, Alex Tremble. You, 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 you mentioned so much. So I, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about vision in a second, but I also want to just note, you talked about you know, climbing and, and you talked about mm-hmm. uh, growing and you know, those things just got me thinking like, you know, as you're climbing, as you're going up, it takes energy. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard. Um, but what what's the what's the down what's the opposite of that i guess if either if you're not climbing you're either falling or you maybe you're just holding on but holding on mm-hmm. isn't easy either just just staying where you are that's not easy um oh. so you might as well get some benefit out of by, by moving up so i i love that and then you also talked about the, the growth and and it makes me think you know in nature everything is either growing or dying. There, mm. there is no step, right? Right. right. And, and I, so I love that you're that you're that you're focused on that on that growth because stagnation is not stagnation. It, it's it's decline. Um, mm-hmm. in nature, if it's not growing, it's declining. And the, the last thing I want to ask you about now is vision. Um, vision is 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 critical for leadership. Um, however, it's not always easy to get people to. To, to go along with because vision can be scary because you're 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 talking about bringing someone out of where they're comfortable to something bigger. How do you um, how do you how do you convey vision and make sure your vision is not too scary or or not too big or un quote unquote unrealistic? How do you how do you do that? Well, first, I ha- you have to have a plan. You have to have a, a, a plan of action. I think a lot of times it can be scary for people if they because they may not buy into your vision. They may not see your vision as um, you do. But however, over time, I think it takes over time and you're constantly pressing and pushing the action that people will slowly but surely come forward and understand before, I don't think they even understood that I was pushing on them my vision, but eventually it started catching on because normally I, I picked a catchy phrase, but I started the actions and making requirements to get to that vision, right? I started moving the organization where, okay, this is our standard. This is where we are right now. This is our standard. Now, how we can we elevate it? And I got more and more people by um, enforcing uh, 
rules, guidelines, standards. And then more and more people say, oh, yeah, this is the standard of few. And then they started elevating the standard because we are a grassroots organization, right? So they, the grassroots started speaking, up, oh, yeah, I like this. Let's, well, how about this idea? And so it became a collaborative effort and more and more people bought it, were buying into the vision, right? Growing into knowing, okay, this is what this is. We can make this better. And it became when I said that team collaboration of us soaring and climbing. It's a, one of the um, favorite things that one of our national our first national president told me was she says, if you have to climb, she says, if you have to climb um, as far as this organization, wouldn't it be a lot easier if you had somebody under you pushing you up and going to the next level? Right. Wouldn't it be a lot easier? So <laughs> while we're climbing, we have one, we just stepping one on the other shoulders, just pushing ourselves. And eventually we'll get to a point where we can soar and move and move on, right? So I think uh, she said, if we have to do it one run, and she was the first president, which is 1968, she said, um, if we have to climb one rung at a time, one rung at a time, but it's even better if you had you bring somebody along with you, right? So we won't lose anybody. We have, we're just pulling each and every person up. And at some point, well, um, you will begin to soar. You, 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 I love that answer. You know what, what I also hear in that is, is action, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I think a lot of people, um, they, maybe they get to the point where, okay, I have a vision, I have a vision, but people aren't ready for it. So let, let, let me do some planning over here. Let me, let me rethink this, this vision. Let me, let me, okay, I, I'm going to, and that, that goes years before they actually do anything. And it sounded like yeah. it, I got some in my head. I know I can't implement everything right now, but let me get people moving create some moments. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's critical for action. It's critical that we have action inside of this organization. I think that one of the things is um, staying stagnant or still or dying was not an option. That's not, it, despite the fact that there was a pandemic, that's not an option for us. We're going to keep on moving, climbing, developing, uh, living true to our creed, which is our mission. We we absolutely and uh, kept actions without works is dead. You know we can't we can't do that. We can't not move forward. So there was no other option but to keep on climbing and keep on moving for us. So action is absolutely mandatory, necessary, and we challenge, we hold each other accountable to move forward, you know, and take those actions. And we do it together. I tell, I used to say, I say it all the time that we're one organization, one voice, one board, all of us together. We, we operate that. And, and few, you have a sister and a brotherhood because we have brothers inside of our organization as well. But um, we, we, tie ourselves together around the vision of this organization. We have one vision and we move forward. We work for the advancement of women in the government. It's what we do. So we create those opportunities and that's surrounded by every single thing and action we do in this organization. So you know, this, this next question, I, I, I'm, I'm prefacing it because I don't want someone to take me the wrong way and get me into uh -uh. So um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say it, but please, everyone know, I mean it in the best possible way. So 
Um, I was telling you before we started our, our talk today that I was interviewing the, the winner of the, the, the Whole Health Hero Award, um, uh, Amy, um, and she told her story about how, how life got very difficult during COVID for her, mm. encouraging everyone to listen to her, to her episode as well, and you'll hear her story. Um, and she talks about, even though things got really dark for her, um, she found a light and she kept moving forward and she believes that she's a better and stronger person now because of what she's gone through. And I, I'd like to ask you the same question for a few. I know that this has put like, COVID and everything has put a strain likely on your organization and the members. Um, I'd like to also know, you know, what have you benefited from? What, what, is, what, is, what has changed in few because of all this this turmoil that you are going to actually keep and say, look, we're now better now and we're going to keep moving forward with this. You know, um, for us, there, we absolutely, I love the fact that we were able to adapt so quickly to uh, a global pandemic. And one of the things that I think we will absolutely keep is the, um, is the networking aspect um, remotely because it goes throughout the world. We had people from um, Jamaica, all over um, Russia on our conferences. We, we absolutely will keep the aspect of utilizing our, our resources, our networking ability to hold um, meetings, to spread the word, to help people in, throughout the world in order to help people see that women have a place in leadership, but not only women have a place in leadership, but women have the opportunities to provide, have a lot of insight to help you in your careers, in your lives, and elevate the federal employee to show how we keep America running. And, and that it is inclusive of dynamic women of all skills. The government is not limited to just one career field. Okay, you're a government employee. No, we have nurses, doctors, IT specialists, scientists, biologists, everything is within this, our federal community. And so just to see the beauty of different diversity and uh, diversity of people all together all for the same purpose of whatever our topic is, it is absolutely wonderful. And I think it further our reach, this pandemic caused us to get a wider, broader audience and it further our reach. And I absolutely would love to keep that. So everyone who's listening, I'm hoping you're catching what I'm catching too, because um, <laughs> if you want to broaden your reach and your network, it sounds like few is the place to be. Um, you know, again, they're having, they're having, not just across your state, not just talk your, your organization, your federal agency. She's talking about Russia. She's talking yeah. about Jamaica. She's talking yeah. about every possible occupation is, is where you could be connected to. So it sounds like few is the place to be. And, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. No, I have no correction to that. We are the place <laughs> to be. We are absolutely on fire soaring to the heights we are so what, what i what i'll do and I'm, we'll wrap up fairly soon i want to be respectful of your time um i, I want to ask you um so we talked about what few did during 2020 um i, I feel like you mentioned 
some stuff what few is doing during 2021. Do you have any ideas as far as what you're planning to do and what your aspirations are for, for 22 and, and beyond? Wow, that that is big. For us, we have elevated our program to include, we want to further our reach to help more girls, young girls or people who are interested in coming into the federal government. You know, this is the place of opportunity. Uh, honestly, uh, I think that a lot of people sleep on the federal government as far as how many different aspects of things you we do. We keep America running again. That's what we do. And not only that, but we are public servants. So we are there to support. So we have uh, uh, our nature is to give back and help um, the communities across the world exist comfortably. And um, so for 2022, um, even in 2021, we're trying to uh, see if we can bring in girls in STEM to federally employed women. That's one of our goals. And what we're going to do is hopefully open it up to the world um, because we can do it now with our network and our remote um, aspect. Um, and pr- create an opportunity for them to understand. Earlier this year, we um, did a program with FEMA, talking about careers in, in FEMA, and we hope to do that with other agencies as well. But outside of that, we're going to work with other agencies to talk about the different careers um, because members, uh, astronauts are members of federally employed women. So we're going to bring highlight some of the women inside of FEW uh, the engineers, the scientists, the computer scientists, the IT specialists like me, <laughs> and highlight them and, and share our knowledge to hopefully encourage more and more people to go into STEM careers. Um, that will be coming soon, if not in 2022. Hey, I, I love it. I love it. For, for everyone who's listened to the podcast, you cannot see my face, but I am I'm smiles from ear to ear. I'm moving around. I, I love, I love, I love the idea of you know, when you said talk uh, focusing on the girls. Um, mm-hmm. the younger we can bring our, our our youth to the table, the 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 younger we can let them know that they have a voice. You know, I, I, it reminds me of Michelle's Obama book. Um, I think it's called Becoming, right? Um, I, mm. I love that, you know, they, in her house, they didn't have a kid's table, right? Mm. They didn't have a kid's table. The, the, she said that her and her, her brother would sit at the table with the parents and have a conversation. The parents would ask them their opinion. And that's how they, they knew they had a voice. I, I love what you're doing so much. So please, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it in front of everybody. If you need my assistance, let me know. I'm happy to help. I, I, I'm looking forward to helping any oh, way nice. I can. Um, thank you so much. So I, I want to then now once more open the floor to you. Um, is there any final thoughts, ideas, anything you'd like to share with those who are listening today? Um, uh, President Rainey, and I'll, I'll, I'll step back and let you speak. Thank you. Well, I would like to invite everyone to our virtual leadership summit too. This is our premier training program within government. It's for local, state, and military employees to attend. This is a full week of training, um, 100 or more 
classes will be offered in one full week. It's completely virtual and it's absolutely interactive. It's going to be an exciting time for all that attend. Um, there will be prizes and uh, enter engagements with each other networking. We'll have our annual program and the focus this year will be compliance. So I invite everyone to join us. Our, our theme lucky for us is soaring to new heights, but it is a completely fully engaged with all agencies involved and invited to our, our national training event called Virtual Leadership Summit 2. And, and they can learn more about that at, um, at FEW.org? Yes. yes. Our website is www.few.org. And um, there's so many exciting things on our website. Um, so take a look and check it out. Look, I know the first place I'm going when I end this interview. So if I'm going there, everyone who's listening should be also going there. Okay, um, this is I, I just in hearing everything you're you're saying. Um, I know this is going to be a phenomenal educational learning opportunity again. But also remember, remember everyone, she's not just talking about just learning. She's talking about you know not just personal professional development. She's talking about relationship building. She yes. that you is connecting with people across the playing field who you never know who's going to be that that person in your life who's going to take you to the next level who did you just needed to hear you needed to meet and so make sure that if if you're not busy if, if you're not on if you're not an astronaut heading to mars that week um, I fully expect you to be here. Okay. So. Absolutely. Uh, that, absolutely. I, I absolutely want you to join us. Please visit the website. It's August 9th through 13th. And thank you so much. Hey, everyone. What we're going to, we're going to wrap up now, but I do want to, as always, 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 always share. If you found something of value in this conversation, don't keep it to yourself. Don't mm. just look back, reach back. That means that if you find something of value, don't keep it to yourself. Find someone else to, to mentor, some, a colleague, a friend, a family member, and share this with them so they can hear what you heard. They can grow how you grow. They can learn what you learn. Um, I, 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 have, I cannot stress this enough. Karen shared so much great information today. And don't let it just fall on your ears. Make sure you share it with someone else. Um, I am going to end today, but I want to again thank Karen and Few for all the work they've done. I want to personally thank um, WEPA because uh, WEPA sponsored this event uh, this year, and I, I greatly appreciate everything they're doing to help better employees. And as I end every conversation, stay strong, stay positive, and definitely stay moving. Thanks for listening. Find us online at thealextrembleshow.com and be sure to share what you've learned with at least one other person today. Check back on the first and third Wednesday of each month for new episodes. Until next time, stay strong, stay positive, and definitely stay moving. <laughs>